everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is where you are. My name is Chimwin Chimwopalo Hadassah. Welcome to Christian Professionals Network. This is a platform where we are raising ethical and excellent professionals across various industries who will take over their workplace and make Jesus red carpet famous. So today I'm going to be talking about a topic that um, I basically have been, should I say, I'm going through experiencing and um, I be, I went to, to to the Holy Spirit, I just went to God, I was talking to the Holy Spirit and I was like, okay, um, what do you think about this? And he gave me clarity, he gave me answers and he also said that, you know what, share it, someone might also be going through similar situation and would need um will find the information or the knowledge or should i say revelation <laughs> um helpful and um, i think i'll title this changing times have you ever been at a phase in your life where things are changing and even you are required to change or you're changing what do i mean um in my own case took on a new a new job a much bigger scope a much bigger role which god knows i am so excited about i'm loving and i'm enjoying um however i now happen to be at a phase where there were things i was doing actively a month two months like some time before i took on the role and i was juggling them all comfortably i was juggling them all very comfortably even when I had some time off, I was just doing everything. And um, you know, when you play out things in your mind, I like, yeah, we're going to continue. We'll find a way, we'll make it work and all that. And by the time I started onboarding on my new role, I just noticed that it's not that balls were dropping per se. It's the fact that in some other areas, right, I seemed not to be able to find the time um, at that particular phase because I realized that okay I need to concentrate more time right now for this phase while I settle in to learn gain knowledge be absorbed properly into the system while I find my rhythm so ideally spend more time settling in and getting onboarded and you know typically once you give more time to something you are taking it from somewhere else and initially i was guilt tripping it was almost like oh but I, you know when you feel like oh i used to have three hours to do this something else like other things so i have like just in multiple visits to my life the professional work part the ministry part the part where i lead and teach and mentor people so there are different areas and i was like oh i still have more time to do this and that as in the other areas but now it seems like before i know it the day is gone and i was struggling with maintaining or should i say sustaining the same tempo that i was basically at even one month before i resumed and the holy spirit brought me to a scripture that i have always known but honestly i've not really had to read in a long time that's when i probably read this was i don't know eons ago but he just brought it to my remembrance or to my spirit and also started citing example because you know as usual we always get our bible references and stories um from people in the bible that have probably gone through similar experiences and he did not just show me the scripture he also basically 
mapped out an example for me from the Bible. And I, oh my goodness, that's actually true. You know, the way we read our Bible or study our Bible at times and yeah, these stories that were just taken in and we we're like, oh, with, with curiosity or an intrigue. And then until it actually applies to you at a particular phase of life, you're like, wow. So this is how this must have felt for this person. So I kind of had my aha moment in terms of recalibrating and reprioritizing professionally. But um, let's read the scripture and then we'll just go from there. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It's a popular scripture. Some people even know it without knowing where it is in the Bible. Or some people don't even know it's in the Bible because it's just has become a popular scene out there i'm reading the niv translation from verse one it says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven so one there are times and seasons even in your career as a professional there are times and seasons there are some times that you just feel like the nudging like god wants you to spend time learning developing yourself take this course take this course take this certification get this get this get. and like what's happening it's that time, it's that season, it's that phase, it's preparing you for something else. And then sometimes it just seems like, okay, um, get intense, get more intense with your work. We always get intense with our work. We always deliver excellently, that's standard. But at times it just demands more, okay, take on more projects, take on more scope, take on more this, get involved in more this. And so you must always pay attention to the times and seasons. Um, at times human beings, mind, we, we, at times, or should I say some of us at times, um, are wired in a way that it's not always the easiest or first thing to respond to change. But if you want to grow in God and in your job, you must, like, I think a preacher said it this way, you must get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You must be comfortably uncomfortable. In a good way, of, of course. Not like, not comfortably disgusted. Not comfortably irritated. No. Anything God assigns to you, your work, I'm sure you know by now, or I expect you know by now as a Christian professional that listens to this platform, that our work is our platform for ministry. It's literally our professional work is our ministry because we go there, we excel, we take over, and we represent God and kingdom interest. So, um, every single time, anything that God has assigned to you, whether it's your professional work, or in this case for CPN, or ministry work, or any other thing you do, maybe mentorship work or leadership work, it will not be difficult for you to do, but you must work hard at it. You don't treat with levity, laxity, or lackadaisity. We say that so much on this platform. But let me go back to it. But So it says there's a time, there's a season for everything under heaven. It says a time to be born and a time to die. One must be born before you die. You can't... <laughs> One cannot die if you're not born first, right? And a time to plant and a time to uproot. Another translation says a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. I think that's the New King James Version. A time to kill, a time to heal. This one, this particular line. A time to kill, a time to heal. Hit me. A time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, a time to laugh. So basically, time to maybe be serious. Just take some, 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 some of you at times is God will tell you, take time off, go and learn. Go and go as in go back to school. I've seen people that have gone on sabbaticals, taking time off work, resigned the current a, a job just to go and literally do something else to set them on a different trajectory, and then they come back and it's like their life takes off. 
while some others go before their time or ahead of their time they come back and they're frustrated it's like they were better off before they left and then it says it's time to scatter stones it's time to gather them it's time to embrace it's time to refrain from embracing it's time to search it's time to give up it's time to keep it's time to throw away so basically talking about times and seasons what am i saying this um you must always pay attention right to the different things you're supposed to be doing per time like i said literally one month the month before i resumed I had so much, much more time for some other things that I was doing in addition, in addition, of course, to my professional work, which let's say my professional work ministry. But I have now entered or I'm currently in a phase where I'm, I am required because I am also determined to be an excellent professional because I know that, first of all, it is God that gave me this new role, this job. Therefore, I must do my own work to excel at it while I trust him to now bless my labor with favor because I'm not going to go in lazy and just um, treating it anyhow because I say I want to sustain and build other things. That's a mistake at times we make as Christian professionals. And we end up embarrassing ourselves, not really good. Embarrassing the God, embarrassing the, the Christianity that we claim to represent when we don't know how to balance our times and seasons. There's sometimes that requires intensity from your work, as in for your work, like literally i'm using i'm citing myself as example taking i took on i i I have i have a new role i am onboarding i can't i'm likely not expected to be on the same frequency with someone that has been in the system three years four years that has already found his or her rhythm as a product of time spent more will be required of me because i'm still new i'm a newbie i'm still a new recruit there's more for me to prove there's more for me to learn there's more time to be invested in understanding the system and guess what as i'm doing that time is being taken from somewhere else so honestly i was struggling with that guilt and the holy spirit made me realize that if you don't do this right you will literally be setting yourself up to fail and then if it now looks like you don't if if it impacts or turns out adversely it does not look like all this Christian self. That's how we misrepresent God when we don't really know how to recalibrate. So literally, as at September, I could afford to do all the multiple things I was doing conveniently because I had some time off and I had not resumed. But now that I've resumed, some of that time that I was spending doing other things, for now, like I said, for this phase, it does not have to be permanent. It's likely it will, likely will not be permanent. This is, is an adjustment phase. You know, like the way a new baby typically will require more attention than a teenager. A teenager has spent 13 years, 14 years on, on this earth. My, my friend, find your way around. You should know how to lace your shoes. Know how to make your breakfast, make a sandwich, go and make an omelette. But a new baby requires attention literally per minute, per second, per hour. It does not mean that one child is lesser than the other is the stage and the phase of life that they are in so as christian professionals you must know when to intensify when to reprioritize and recalibrate to ensure that you do not drop on the on god's expectation i keep saying god is our first line line manager before any other line manager you have in your office god is your first line manager you're accountable to him and anything anything he gives to you including your work he expects you to do your part to excel at it because his own part is 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 is, is certain. The favor, autom- he, as in, as long as you do your part, is stand as in literally. You know, you say constant K, is there, but you must play your part. And then the example that I want to cite from from this 
learning. I said that basically, the Holy Spirit started basically walking me through mentally the life of Jesus. When Jesus was born, when he was younger, remember what he used to do. He just used to go to the temple, at least from what we read. And he would sit down in the synagogue and be asking questions of the priest, of the different older people. He was basically like a sponge. He was learning at that younger age. Do you think at that age he did not know that he was going to do ministry? Imagine Jesus was born literally as he just turned a toddler. I came here to save the world. Let me start going. Jumping ahead of himself. This is God. God himself. God himself. As if he were not had enough to reduce himself to a man. But he also went through the phases and the seasons. He knew when to learn and he knew when to lead. Imagine if he had missed the time he was supposed to be intensifying learning, spending days and days in the synagogue. Bible says it was after three days the parents found him. We don't know how long he had spent there before they found him. That was the time that he was missing that he was basically learning in the synagogue. So imagine if he was in a hurry to lead when he should have been learning. Or he 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 reallocated that time to be doing something else other than what was priority at the time. Learning was priority at the time because he knew that in the near future he was he needed to be leading. Guess what? This same Jesus, that same synagogue where he was learning, he grew up and he was going there and he was teaching so much so that they were despising him. That's another thing. There are times that people in your life, even at times people that are close to you, might not really understand or appreciate. The changing times and seasons that literally september is different from october because of the events and things that have happened october is different from november 2022 is different from 2023 for me because oh i'm just setting example well because maybe 2023 god has said that oh i should go and get a doctorate degree i should go and get a, a second master's or uh, as in i already have one so i should get another one or i should go and learn a technical skill that time has to be gotten from somewhere. But guess what? The two areas that we basically fail, or should I say fail at, at this is, one, when we don't prioritize right, when we, we are robbing the wrong um, platform, maybe you rob your relationship with God before, because you say you want to excel at your job, or you totally drop the ministry and the other impactful work that God has given you because you say you want to excel at your job. No, recalibrate, reprioritize with God helping and leading you. Jesus knew when to learn, take his time to learn in the synagogue. He knew when to lead, even though the people in the synagogue were beefing him, which is not unfamiliar, unusual. At times, even the closest of ones that should understand will not understand when it seems like, ah, okay, for this phase and this period, I need to spend more time in this part of my life, in this part of my career, investing in learning, investing, oh, I can't really go on vacations right now because I, I need to take a second degree, I need to take a doctorate, I need to get um, certified in something. So that is where my resources and my time will be going. Oh, what's wrong with you? You're now becoming this. So you're not the first. This same Jesus, when he went back to perform miracles and all that in his hometown, because they knew him as a carpenter boy. Remember there was time he was literally doing full carpenter work. Do you think by the time he started preaching today is in Capernaum, is in this, is in that, in that, that he had he was still doing capital work in that full capacity? There was a time it seemed like he was a full-time carpenter when he was younger. He was not just a carpenter's son, he was also a carpenter. He was learning the trade, or he learned the trade. So do you think that by the time he now got older, in his 30s, when he went into full bloom in his ministry, that he was still doing the carpentry work in the capacity 
that he was doing it when he was much younger or when he when he was sitting in the synagogue of course they were beefing like who was this one feeling like now when he went back to, to perform miracles they had heard though they had heard of what he was doing but the beef they couldn't just get past their beef and their familiarity they couldn't get past the 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 september stage to accept that this is now october this the phase of last month is different from that of this month the phase of teenage jesus is different from the one of adult jesus that has come into full ministry but they didn't face him so much so they didn't believe in him that they couldn't they were literally he said they took offense at him i think that is uh where is that place in the scripture again matthew yes matthew 13 verse 15 says when jesus oh okay oh, because of our time just read it um matthew 13 53 to 57 like literally they were like ah, uh-uh, let me read 55 they're like is this not the carpenter's son as in they were still uh-uh, who is this one that's coming to do presentation Suddenly, a uh, director from me. this one that I knew when she was a, a bloody intern, when she was a contract staff running errands for us, her job was buying food. Who, who does she want to come and present to? Have you ever experienced those kind of things? When people cannot seem to adjust to the new times and phases of your life or to the intensity or adapt to the intensity that is required for you to invest for a particular season in your life. So what I've just come to say to you is, as long as God is with you, and you are sure that that's what God expects of you, do it unapologetically. Like I said, don't rub the wrong Peter to people. There are some times you have to not rub Peter now. Take some from Peter to people. You know what I mean? It's a proverb. But don't wrong the wrong Peter. I don't think there's anything you ever possibly do that will make you, you could reduce your personal time, your relationship with God. My pastor always says something. Your walk, W-A-L-K, with God will always be more important than your walk, W-O-R-K, for God. God wants us to first walk with Him before we walk with Him. I remember, like, literally, September, October phase in my life. As a September, I could wake up 4 a.m., do my Bible study and all that. But I realized that lately, in this October phase for now, you know what I mean by October phase, if you're following my story, I now find myself doing my fellowship time more at night i'm literally recording this like 2 14 a.m my time because i already know how my morning as in my daylight morning from 6 7 a.m how it's going to go and how busy it's going to get and i am committed to this it's a ministry it's an assignment and and god still expects me to work hard at it there were times i would do the 6 30 a.m in the morning does it mean that those times are gone no like i said this is a phase i am onboarding I am required to dedicate sufficient time to it. So now I have recalibrated. Now my personal fellowship time, most times I now tend to, I, and even though I used to say I'm a morning person, I now find even the Holy Spirit helping me. I now find myself doing it more in the early, much wee hours of the day. In fact, late night into early morning. Say before midnight into like way past midnight. That's when I now find the time, the peace and the quiet. So by the time I get up early in the morning, literally I'm good to go on all the other areas, on all the things I need to do and intensify my own body because I can't also give excuse or fall short on that. But also, I must make time for my walk with God and also to do the work that he has sent me in the capacity that he expects me to do it right now. So, balance it out. The mistake we make at times as Christians is that you now drop every other thing completely. You are not praying, you are not doing anything again because you say, hey, walk. And guess what? That work will not start suffering because you are taking God out of it. Or 
you're guilt tripping. Now say, yes, I will do my work, but you know, you know, see somebody like my person is say, the time that they're supposed to resume work, they're supposed to resume work eight o'clock in the morning. That's when they want to start praying because for them, they are they are they change it not. It's always eight o'clock. I've been praying since in my life. Even though I've gotten a job now that requires me to resume by seven thirty, I will still pray by eight o'clock when I'm supposed to be working. Will not be embarrassing the Christianity that we represent. I hope this message comes across um, the way you need to get it without misinterpreting it. And um, I am going to close out with one final scripture. John chapter 3, verse 2, verse 1 and 2. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform these signs you are doing if God were not with him. So this was like the caliber of the men Jesus used to sit at their feet and learn from in the synagogue when he was younger. It was a case of he has learned and now he's leading. And he was leading so well that even someone that used to be his line manager was now coming to learn from him almost like direct reports. I won't even say pay. This one is like direct reports. And because the man had to say face, because he was probably part of the people that were castigating him during the day. Who is wrong? What's wrong with this one? Son of a carpenter. He's not trying here, coming to form miracles and all of that. Who knows? I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's probably his people. Let me put that way. It was probably Nicodemus. Because it was the Pharisees. Literally, their job when Jesus moved from learning to leading into full ministry was criticizing him up and down. So it was his people, his team, were criticizing Jesus. But the results were, un- were so undeniable. That he had to sneak in at night to save face, to save his reputation. Because they're not supposed to, in quotes, he did not want to make an alliance with someone they're supposed to be castigating. But he said that, I know that you're a man sent from God. No, no one can do these things unless God is with him. So at every time that you're in changing seasons and phases, phases in your life, make sure God is with you. Make sure you're aligned with God. And once you're doing that, like Jesus, be unapologetic to, be, to navigate from Carpenter's son to Messiah, don't ever be apologetic about it. Make sure that God is with you. Make sure that's what God expects you to be doing. And make sure that you are leaning into the help of the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom. There was a time that I don't know if I would have been comfortably staying up at this time of the, should I say, morning or night. But now, the Holy Spirit sees my heart and he knows that I need to accept. Does not mean I'm going to, I'm likely not going to wake up. So, those times that I would probably be asleep at this time, I'm waking up by 4 a.m. But now, I'll likely be waking up much later in the morning and getting to it because my work with God has been taken care of. I still prioritize. It's just that I have adjusted my times based on what is required for me in this phase in my life. Like I said, someone else that's two, three years into the role or in, in the organization might not need to do this because they, he or she has found their rhythm and it's flowing smoothly. But you must understand that when you're in a phase when something is new, especially you take on a new role, you take on a new job, don't be apologetic about investing the intensity that is required for that phase for you to settle in. So you don't start failing before you start. Because when you fail, or if you fail for lack of proper recalibration and prioritizing and intensifying as necessary, you are disgracing the Christianity that you represent. But at the same time, like I said, you must not rob the wrong Peter to people. I pray God will give you the wisdom. I pray God will give us the strength and give us the courage to do what he wants us to do per time and not to be too focused 
on impressing people that if you step out of God's timing and plan, we still be first to castigate you. Imagine if Jesus was focused on impressing the Pharisees, the same people that were still going to good night for them to crucify him anyways. So, I'm going to leave you with the final scripture. No man can do these things except God be with him. The truth is there will always be more demands as you grow, as, as, you, as you expand, as God lifts you. Just make sure that you're very close with him. And that way the results will be undeniable. Even if it's not comfortable or convenient for people that were in some other phases of your life. At times people just don't expect it to change. But then again, it's not any man's place. Even you, at times, you don't even want to change. But you must be open to it. Jesus knew when to move from. There was a time he submitted himself to John the Baptist baptist eh, eh, to baptize him. Literally, he submitted himself to John the Baptist's leadership and mentorship. There was a time he now literally took over. He knew the times. He knew when to learn. He knew when to lead. He knew when to be a carpenter. He knew when to move to Messiah. Imagine those that were comfortable with him being carpenter. And see him as Messiah. Say, you don't have time again. You're not proud. You're not this. You're not that. Not those things that human beings see even in our own times. Remember that no, one's, no one can do these things except God be with him. What matters most is, is God with you? Is God aligned with you on what you are doing and how you're supposed to be doing at that particular phase of your life? That is what matters most. Align with him. And the results will be undeniable that even the ones that are castigating you publicly, you still come back secretly to admire your results. Because it's first and always about our primary and ultimate line manager who is God. That's the one we seek to please. That's the one you should seek to please at all times. Please don't embarrass the Christianity we stand for because you are robbing the wrong Peter to pay Paul or because you are basically not investing the time you need to invest in the different phases of your career, whether it's in learning, in growth, or in upskilling. God bless you and... um, speak again next week and remember that we'll be having our monthly meeting our monthly mentorship sessions on clubhouse on the first saturday of november that is uh, november 5th if i'm correct yes on clubhouse 5 p.m west african time please make sure to join you can follow us on clubhouse christian professionals network and um, if you need to reach out to me, you can send an email, cprofessionals at G- cprofessionalsnetwork, c as in cprofessionalsnetwork at gmail.com. God bless you and bye.